Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, founder of drpierresblog.com, as well as host of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, your favorite podcast for patient advocacy and helping you empower yourself for better health. This week, episode 76, we are talking about patient advocacy, and we're really going to be talking about the origin of how we got here, right? We're going to be talking about why I do all the things that I do, right? Again, for those who've been following me since my blogging days, you know, I've always been a big patient advocate, and I've always wanted to have a drive and a goal to reach as many patients as possible. That's the reason why we're doing a podcast and the reason why we do videos and blogging. And I wanted to really talk today about, you know, what drives the podcast and what uh, the goal of mine, especially in, in the future. And what, what brought me to this point, right, is last, of, depending on when you listen to this, a few weeks ago, I was at a podcasting conference, Podcast Movement 2018. And a lot of times when you're introducing yourself, one, first of all, side note, the podcast conference was absolutely amazing. And for those who know, and for those who are listening, you know, I actually love going to non-medically related conferences much more than I like going to the medically related ones for various reasons. And first and foremost, like the people who not only are going to the conference seem happy about going, but the people that are speaking actually seem happy about speaking as well, which is one of my highlights. And you actually learn something that I could take and, you know, make tangible use of it in my day-to-day business. But besides the point, when I was going to the conference and I was introducing myself to a lot of the uh, members at the podcast movement, a lot of the uh, uh, guests there, like what was interesting is that they would ask me, hey, you know, what is your podcast about? And, you know, I've, I've always had this elevator speech, you know, right and ready, right? You know, weekly podcast, health-related topics, make it simple for uh, everyone to understand. But at the end of the day, like when I started reflecting on what that even meant, like I started truly understanding that the goal of the podcast and really everything that I do uh, from the videos, from the blog, it was really to serve as my patient's advocate, right? In a way that most physicians aren't in the position to serve as their patient's advocate, right? And in regards, it's, it's so funny, especially when we talk about patient advocacy, a lot of times patients need an advocate for the physician, right? So it was something that um, I wanted to kind of take this mantle on and really kind of hone in on the the crux of the situation of why we even got to this point where we're at today. So if you want my show notes, head over to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP076 or lunchlearnpod.com as well. And you'll head over to episode 76 and you'll get the show notes there. And if you have not had a chance, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give me five rated stars, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, five stars. It's much appreciated uh, the amount of uh, love and support that we've gotten over the year with the podcast have been absolutely amazing. And again, I want to read another five-star review. Uh, I love the fact that there's a doctor who is relatable and human. He speaks on your level so that you can take away the knowledge you need in all things medical. Thanks, Doc. Again, love love the podcast uh, reviews. Uh, keep them coming. It is greatly appreciated. It kind of helps support and promote the show. And like always, if you want, go ahead and tell a friend to subscribe as well, too. I don't, you don't even have to tell everybody. Just tell one friend to subscribe to the show, rate it five stars, and let me know how it's going. So 
as do episode 76. You guys have a great and blessed day. This episode is brought to you by the Lunch and Learn Community Store, where we are living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. In the Lunch and Learn Community Store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, ebooks, as well as other related products by Dr. Barry. Head over to shop.drpiersblog.com and get a chance to get 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code empower 10 again shop.drpsblog.com live out the motto empower yourself for better health all right so i'm at podcast movement 2018 and i've probably had to tell maybe 30 or 40 people right it's been absolutely beautiful right 30 or 40 people what lunch learn dr barry is and I came to this conclusion, like this epiphany, as I was kind of going through my elevator pitch, when someone said, wow, wow, it looks like you really advocate for the patient. And I said, you know what? Like, I think that's actually what I'm doing. Like, it, it was something that I didn't realize I was doing in the beginning, right? Like, again, when I started a podcast, uh, it was really because my Lunch and Learn uh, video uh, folks were like, hey, can you, can you do something in audio format? It wasn't even, like, I knew I wanted to do podcasting. But it wasn't. I wasn't even planning on doing the lunch and learning podcast, right? It was just something that kind of came into fruition. And when I went into podcasting and uh, saw the the amount of love and uh, support I got there, right? Of course, I was automatically hooked. So as I'm telling, you know, one person after another, hey, you know, a great podcast, health related, medical topics, public health topics, and personal business related talk, especially in the, in the world of health. Uh, like I realized that what I was doing was you know, being an advocate for a person who doesn't get advocated for, right? Which really is the patient, right? Which is sad, right? And when you think about it, it is sad when we have an industry where our patients are our customers, right? And this is something that like my, one of my mentors, Dr. Hasty, had to tell me, right? Like it was something that he told me, he told it to me once and like it's like been ingrained in my head ever since that the patients are the customers, so you have to treat the customer right. You know, your business, which is health, will keep going. And unfortunately, what, what has occurred, right? What has occurred that the customer, our patient, right, isn't being supported, right? What has occurred that our customer, our patient, isn't being looked after. What has occurred is that our customer isn't being taken care of to the point to sustain this business the way we know this business is usually supposed to be sustained and it was it was definitely eye-opening for me because again here I was I was just this one physician I was this internist who was having issues right and really issues I was having more problems and concerns that you know my family members would go to the doctor's office and when I would ask them hey what did your doctor talk about they wouldn't know Right. You know, they would say my doctor gave me a few medications. This is what they want to take medication for. I don't really understand it. But, you know, I was I was in and out the room so fast that I didn't even have a chance to answer a question. And I knew once I got out to once I got out of residency, once I got out of medical school, that I knew that if I was going to be that community physician, there was no way I was going to have patients, my patients leave my office and not really understand what I was talking about, right? Like totally clueless, right? Totally uh, a deer in headlights when I was saying, hey, this is why I want you to take your blood pressure medication. This is why I want you to take your cholesterol medication. This is why I want you to take your, your diabetes medication. Like I, I never wanted to have that experience with my patients that they could leave my office and 
just know that I just gave them some medication to take, but I really have no clue why they had to take it, right? Because it's much easier to convince a person, right, to do something when they know why they're doing it, right? If you have to tell somebody, hey, I need you to jump 10 times, and you don't really explain why you need them to jump 10 times, you don't explain that the cardiovascular benefits from it, you know, heart health, like you don't explain all of those simple things there associated with why you want them to jump 10 times, but you say, hey, I need you to jump 10 times, and then you just kind of walk out the room, which is what's happening. Your patient, right, your customer, is going to be less likely to comply with your rules. So we talk about, and in our field, we always talk, we always call the patient non-compliant. And for me, it's difficult to say whether they're non-compliant or not, because I have to say, well, you know, have we done everything to make sure they understand why they should be compliant? And I think that's that's oh that's always that caveat. Even when my residents say, "Oh, this patient's medical medical noncompliance," I say, "Oh well, what medication are they on? Like, how often do they take it? Can they afford it? Like, those those are the follow up questions I have coming from the outpatient center because I understand that yes, we could send you with a, a whole bunch of medications, but if you go to that pharmacy and that that pharmacist tells you this medication is going to cost you what's going to cost you to eat for two weeks, you're likely not going to take that medication, right? Like if you have to say, you know what, I need to choose either paying my rent or taking this little pill that I really don't feel the effects of it, so I don't even know if it's actually working. Like, I'm going to choose my rent, right? So this is this is what's happening, right? So this is why, you know, the the, the blogging and the, the video blogging and subsequently the podcasting kind of came into fruition because it was at a time where I did not want my patients to leave my office and not have a clue what was going on. So that was the goal, right? Like I would I would talk about diabetes with my patients and I say, hey, you know, if you I know we don't have a lot of time, but I did write about this on my blog. I did do a video about this, so go ahead and check that out. If you have any questions, let me know. And most more oftentimes than not, I answered a lot of the questions that they may have been thinking, but couldn't think about it right in that, you know, 15 minute mold that we give them, right? Because again, we're only giving our patients 15 minutes to uh, come to us, talk to us about their problems, for us to access, access them while they're doing it, and for us to do a treatment plan all in 15 minutes is really not something that's feasible, but we have to do it because the way the business system of health works is just doesn't make any sense. Like, I can't spend longer, right? If I'm an outpatient doctor, I want to spend more than 15 minutes with you, but the business aspect of medicine does not favor the customer. Right, it does not favor the customer in this instance, right? So I have to get you in and out the room so I can put someone back in that room, and and I think that's kind of where uh, we've kind of came into fruition, right? Like again, I was doing some research, right? Especially when I was motivated, and you know, people were, you know, I was out, it was finally rejuvenated because I was finally like, hey, you know what? You are a patient advocate, and what are you going to do now that you're a patient advocate or not well you've always been a patient advocate but what are you going to do now that you know you know what the definition is right i say you know what i gotta do more right like i gotta do more to teach i gotta do more to educate i gotta do more to get my patient who is our customer especially the in the health industry they are our customers to get them healthy and and it's a it's a it's a flip side type of thing because we understand that the healthier person is, right, the less likely they're going to be using our medical system, right? But that's what we want because our medical system can't really keep up with the demand of all of the sick patients who, if their doctor would have took care of them at a younger age, they wouldn't be on dialysis, right? If their doctor would have took care of them at an earlier age, they probably wouldn't be in the hospital at this instant, right? They would have some follow-up. So we're dealing with a lot of the different aspects of uh, faulty 
upkeep of our customers, right? Like, so a lot of our end products that we're dealing with, especially here in the health system, when you talk about physician burnout, physician shortages, uh, when you talk about patient satisfaction going down to the pits. And I've, I've had, I've, I've had this discussion before when I talked about the doctor patient relationship. And I, you know, in fact, I'll probably do a podcast on it just to kind of give a little bit more detail. But we, we're here at a point where the doctor relation, doctor-patient relationship is so terrible, right, that they are more likely to go and seek it online, right? Like, I have a lot of people who come seek me, and they have primary care physicians, and but they, they go to my site, like, they go, they listen to my audio, they watch my videos, right, because, like, I'm a better advocate for their care than their own doctor is, right? And that's really sad, right? Like, we should not be at a point where someone, again, even though I love it, right, you know, again, I toot my own horn, right? I love that patients uh, who I don't even know are coming and getting their information from me as much as possible, right? And then going back to the doctor and say, hey, you know, I was listening to Dr. Barry's uh, podcast and he talked about blood pressure. Can you explain to me, like, why I have to take this medication for that? Like, I, that's what I love. That's really the goal of it, right? I want to empower you guys to be able to go to your doctor and with the right questions and then feel empowered that you want to take care of your own health, right? And I, I want to make sure that, you know, I, I keep this ball rolling, right? Again, I was doing just my Googling, right? Like, again, I was so hyped that, you know, now, you know, the, the goal of the podcast really was, hey, you are the patient's advocate, right? Like, you are the number one, again, and now, of course, if there's no point to be a patient's advocate if you're not trying to be the number one, right? So I've just dubbed myself the number one patient advocate podcast, and lunch and learn with Dr. Barry, and what can I do, right? I was just doing my Google. Like, these are some, this is from the Patient Advocate Foundation, right? These are some of the topics uh, that, you know, they've had to, you know, kind of fix out just for their patients, right? Whether, uh, this number one, the language of insurance, right? Like, we've done, we've done an episode on insurance plans and what does it mean to even have health insurance? What type of health insurance you have? Uh, they have understanding health insurance, choosing health insurance, some common barriers associated with affordability and the cost of health insurance. Uh, another section they have from topic-wise is medication benefits and your formulary. There's a lot of patients who don't realize that you can have insurance and you can like a certain medication, but if it's not on your hospital, if it's not on your insurance plan's formulary, you're not getting it, right? That's something that for a lot of us novice people, we not, we're not even really sure for um, interacting with your insurer. This is a big one, right? Because as an outpatient physician, I dealt with a lot of insurances really denying care, right? In regards to, I would order an, maybe an MRI or an order a CT scan, and they'd be like, nope, I don't want to do that. And they would just cancel it. And if you're a patient, right, you have to understand what is my rights if uh, my insurance company that I pay every single month for says, no, you can't do that test. I can tell you what's happening now, right? And again, I'm not speaking for all of the physicians, right? But I can tell you what's happening now. If you have a physician who's so busy in their practice, right? They're seeing, they have to see all these people. They're so busy in their practice. And insurance sends this letter saying, hey, you know what? We're, that MRI you wanted, we're not going to approve it. They're saying, oh, okay, all right. And then they're just kind of throwing their hands up, right? They're just like, all right, so that's it. Even though, but there is some uh, tangible steps you can take to try to get that MRI approved. But if you're a patient, if you're, you know, the customer who doesn't know any better, right, and you don't have a physician like myself, right, or somebody, right, if you don't have a physician like, you know, somebody in my ilk trying to advocate for you, all of a sudden a test that you probably need, you can't even get because 
a computer generated uh, questionnaire said, no, we're not going to prove that. Um, a, another topic, right, which I thought was important, right, it was interacting with your physician. I think that's kind of what we do here with the podcast. Like I, you know, give the topic, I explain the topic and I say, this is our, these are some of the questions you should be asking your doctor the next time you see them, right? If you have lupus, these are some of the questions you need to ask your doctor, right? If you have diabetes, these are some of the questions you need to ask for your doctor, right? So as you can see, lunch with Dr. Barry, like the big thing for us is really like have interacting with if you're a physician. But, you know, there's a whole bunch of other facets of healthcare that patients need advocacy for. Uh, insurance denials and appeals we talked about. Um, maintaining employment and job benefits, especially when it comes to uh, your health care plan in that regards, right? And getting care while you're uninsured. This is a big one, right? And this is one that um, expect a future podcast episode in the future on. We're going to be talking about, like, what are some of the resources you can do if you are uninsured? This is something that pains, pains me to heart, uh, especially I'm in South Florida, Palm Beach County. We have federally reserved uh, clinics everywhere, right? But for a lot of people, they feel that they don't have health insurance, they're just not going to see the doctor. And if they're going to see a doctor, they're going to the emergency room. And I know my emergency room physicians who are listening to the podcast will probably rejoice and say, yes, please uh, send them to the clinic because my emergency room physicians can't even deal with the emergent cases anymore because they're having to deal with a lot of cases that should be taken care of in the clinic. But because Patients feel if I don't have insurance, the only way I can get health care is to go to the emergency room because I know they can't deny me. Like, then they go, right? So, there are a lot of different topics that we're going to be touching on, you know, over the next course of the year, right? Really to uh, stress the point that the patient and the patient who is our customer needs to be advocated for. And I'm just ready and glad to take the mantle. Uh, being able to say, you know what, I'm going to serve my patient and my customer to the best of my ability because if I don't, I know someone else will not. And I think that's the sad part, right? Like, like you have to think, especially as a physician, especially in this day and age where you turn on the TV and they're always, you know, health people with the most amazing insurance plans ever are trying to dictate the type of insurance plan you should cover, right? Like people with health insurance, who will, which will be free for the rest of their life, are saying you shouldn't have this type of health coverage because it's going to cost more, right? And and which is just usually factually un, just not true, unfortunately, right? But you have folks in the government, you have the insurance companies, you have the hospitals, you have all of these different uh, middlemen in the way of taking care of your health. And unfortunately, what happens is the physician is kind of seen as the speed bump, right? Your physician is seen as the one who's not getting you the MRI. Your physician is seen as the one who allows you, your blood pressure gets so bad that you're on dialysis, right? Your physician is the one who continues to stand in the way of your proper care. And that's how it's molded, right? Like that's how it's, that's how like the, the, the media has kind of portrayed it, like as if it's the physician's fault. When it's all of these other power structures to be that have kind of forced the physician to be where they're at, right? Again, I'm pretty sure there's not a, especially my outpatient docs, there's not an outpatient doc who would not love to be able to spend 30 minutes or so with their patient just kind of shooting the breeze but making sure everything's okay. But the way this our system works, right, the way our system that has been dictated us works is just not feasible anymore, which is why you're seeing much more physicians really going to the route of concierge type or direct 
primary medicine, right? Where they're saying, you know what? I'm not dealing with the insurance companies anymore. I'm not dealing with this middleman who wants to uh, negate your care because they feel it's not in their best interest financially, right? I'm going to deal directly with you, but you pay me directly. And I've, I've already gone on record. Now, right now, I'm a program director. I'm a hospitalist. Uh, I do hospital medicine. But when, when I do leave here, right, when it, it's that time for me to leave and I'm going, in, I know I'm going to go into outpatient medicine, I'm going to go in direct primary care. I just know I'm not going to be dealing with insurance companies because they're not your advocate. And that and that's unfortunate, right? And I know I'm going to lose some of my patients, right? I know there's going to be some patients say, hey, doc, I'd love to come to you, but um, I, I have an insurance plan and I want to keep my insurance plan. And you can still keep your insurance plan. Again, that's I think that's a, a misnomer. And I'm going to have uh, Dr. Watson Ducatel come on to the episode future to talk about, you know, what options there are for patients who want to see a direct primary care physician uh, but still have insurance, right? I'm going to have him to come on and uh, to kind of discuss that that aspect of it. But that, that's really going to be the, the goal of mine is I'm going to be able to spend more time with my patients. I'm going to have a direct relationship with my patients and I'm cutting out the middleman. And of course, it'll be a cost, right? But it'll be a cost for your health. And I think that's going to benefit everybody. So not to be long-winded, I just wanted to kind of touch base on you know where the shift is coming from, why the shift is here. And I'm just happy to say that, yes, I'm going to uh, change my elevator pitch, right? You know, the Lunch Learn with Dr. Barry uh, not only is a weekly podcast that you know breaks down the simple medical health-related topics, but really it's the number one patient health advocate podcast for you. Now, you guys have a great and blessed day, and I'm going to see you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the show. I am your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, host of the Lunch Learner, Dr. Barry, and this is another amazing episode that we like to bring to you week after week on betterment of empowering yourself for better health today. If you have not had a chance, please go ahead and subscribe to the show if this is your first time listening. If you already listen and you've already subscribed, make sure to leave me a five-star review because your support is absolutely important in keeping the show moving as it is. And if you have not had a chance and you want to check out today's show notes, always head over to lunchlearnpod.com. That is lunch learn pod all in one word dot com and you can get the access to my show notes for every single episode but separately especially the one you just listened to and i'm gonna see you guys next week you guys be blessed bye